I'm not going to apologize for bringing all of myself to a platform that God gave me. I believe that if I have this platform, it is okay to be all of me and for you to see what a Saturday looks like, what being in the messy middle looks like, what what it looks like to be figuring it out as you go along and just growing. I said that from the time I started this podcast and this community in 2017. We are growing together. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the space that you come to each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose, not money. And this is a personal finance podcast, but it's a little different because we look at things. Well, let me say this. It's actually a lot different. We look at wealth so much more holistically. This is a community of purpose chasers that understand that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's about the condition of well-being and happiness, which means there are so many other parts of your life that need to be well in order for you to manage your finances well. So if you want to know which one of these pillars, which part of life you need to start with personally, go to patricewashington.com and take the free two-minute quiz. It will tell you based on your answers which pillar you need to begin with. Uh, Today, I'm going to be covering a few different pillars, but before I really dive into the episode, let's do the affirmation of the week. You know, you got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You gotta affirm yourself to well. This week's affirmation is authenticity is my superpower. In order to be of service to myself, the marketplace, and the creator who carefully crafted me, I embrace my light as well as the darkest parts of me. I accept that I am not perfect and rest in knowing that what the world needs most is my obedience. With flaws and all, I am loved and I am loved. I will not try to hide, protect, or defend the parts of me that some may consider less desirable. I unapologetically commit to showing up in the good, bad, and ugly of my truth, and I am grateful that being authentically me attracts everything that I need, want, and desire. Declare today, authenticity is my superpower. Okay, so this episode is really special because we are wrapping up this season of Redefining Wealth, season nine. We made it through, I think, another 16 or 18 episodes. And this entire season has been all about redefining love. And I said it really covers multiple pillars because redefining love for me in this season has been about really examining love of myself, 
love of others, love of God. And so that means I'm covering the fit pillar, the people pillar, and also the faith pillar. And as you know, ultimately, everything ends up impacting the money pillar. But I'm titling this episode Love Amplified, and I want to share with you the lessons that I've learned just over the course of recording these podcast episodes and interacting with all of the amazing guests and even having my retreat for the Mastery Momentum program recently, which was phenomenal. If you saw any of what I was posting on Instagram and Facebook, you know that there was just so much love and joy and connecting and enhancing and amplifying my love for others in terms of clients as well. And so I really just want to recap, uh, you know, what I may have said at the beginning of this season, starting with the fact that this season of transition and pivoting and evolution and awakening has really made me take a deep dive into love of myself. And we had some really great guests over uh, this season who really helped with that. I literally have seen women walking around with Dr. Tama's book, Homecoming. What does it mean to come home to yourself, to truly love everything about you, the good, the bad, right? The strengths, the weaknesses, the number on the scale, all of the things. My girl Lacey um, from Body, formerly Beachbody, talked about that, how we detach from the numbers. And in this season, there are definitely um, some lessons about this, this love of self that I really want to get to. Um, Nakia Homer was on the podcast, and it was talking about bringing all of the pieces of ourselves together, right, to, to really make this beautiful puzzle, which is you, which is me. Um, and I realized in this season of really getting to know myself more and more, it wasn't just about doing the work to figure out who Patrice desires to be, who she desires to become in this next season of her life, but also looking at the more, I would say, undesirable pieces and just learning to love them for what they are. Uh, Tony Jones has a song where she says that healing is not my purpose meaning that sometimes it is possible to get so caught up in personal development, so caught up in the self-examination and self-awareness, which is so necessary and it's a needed part of the journey and we want to be aware, but we don't want to demonize and tear down the parts of us that still require healing, that still require nurturing, that still require improvement, um, that still require exploration to even get to the root sometimes of what things are. And in this season, I've really had to be okay with not perfection, not having perfection, because I've accepted sloppy progress a long time ago. But I've taught my clients about sloppy progress in the context of business, like not waiting for things to be 120 percent complete before you just release and sometimes let things out and move to the next step. Some of us are so um, fixated on perfection that we never make any progress because we're constantly trying to improve and improve and improve because we don't want people to reject us or abandon us or we're, fear, we're in fear of ridicule um, or whatever it is. But that 
I didn't realize wasn't spilling over all the time to my personal life. In dating, as we've been talking about a lot this season, I realized that it's not about trying to come to any relationship, platonic, romantic, uh, or otherwise, perfect. It's not about trying to perfect what I say on a date or wear the perfect thing or do my hair the perfect way. It's literally just about being. There was a point where I found myself, because all of this was new to me, Googling even the smallest things, what to wear on a first date, questions to ask the first time you talk to someone, all of those things. And it just took away from being able to just be myself. Now, have I learned things along the way that have been super helpful? Absolutely. Do I think that the dating coaches, as I introduce you to mine, and like all of the relationship advice is not useful and helpful? I absolutely do. I absolutely believe it has its place. And I also think that sometimes those things can become a crutch and it takes you right back in to not being your authentic self. So I never want to be in a place, this is what self-love has taught me during this season, where I'm so committed to gathering more and more information that I'm not leaning into my own intuition. Whenever we keep getting to these spaces and places where we think that the information is going to help us with perfection, then we take away from just being our authentic selves and enjoying the journey. And self-love continues to teach me that I just want to enjoy the journey. And I want to bring all the pieces of me to everything that I do. That's why I'm so vulnerable and transparent and be telling y'all all of my business on the podcast because this is me. There is no, oh, I have to be super professional. This is not like when I was in media you know, on a talk show for four years or on a radio show for four years and I had to stick to whatever the producers wanted, this is an opportunity to truly be Patrice, all of Patrice. And I'm not going to apologize for bringing all of myself to a platform that God gave me. I believe that if I have this platform, it is okay to be all of me and for you to see what a Saturday looks like what being in the messy middle looks like, what what it looks like to be figuring it out as you go along and just growing. I said that from the time I started this podcast and this community in 2017. We are growing together. And just like Ms. Boynton, my first grade teacher taught me, when you know something, you have a responsibility to share with friends. And I'm not going to wait until I'm on the other side of anything to share because I'm learning as I go. And I realize how important this has been because of there's been these several videos that have gone viral and all of the comments and the DMs and the back and forth that are associated with my name, right? If I were not in this journey and not rooted in this idea that perfection is not my portion, I'm just here to be obedient, I would be so swayed. I would be... um, looking to hide or try to explain or justify or rationalize all of these things. But self-love is teaching me that I just don't have to do that. And I'm just not going to do that, right? I had someone literally send me a DM the other day. And she says, essentially, you're already a beautiful girl. I've always thought you were a beautiful girl. But now 
whenever I see you on social media, it looks like you're doing mirror videos and touching your hair and, you know, don't let all of this be a distraction to your message. And I have to say respectfully, while I understand maybe the intention behind the DM, this is me. I love myself enough to say this is the journey that I'm on and I'm going to embrace all of me. And maybe you've always seen me and thought I was beautiful, but maybe I'm in a journey where I'm starting to feel myself, or as my granny used to say, smell myself, and I'm okay with looking in the mirror. It doesn't take away from the fact that I'm still the money maven. It doesn't take away from anything that I know. If anything, I hope it encourages you, Purpose Chaser, to embrace every part of you. I don't have to hide uh, any personal stuff. I don't have to pretend. I have nothing uh, to protect in a sense, this is the journey, this is what I'm doing. And a part of self-love has taught me that the more I get rooted in that, not just planted, but rooted in that, the more there's going to come opportunities to test how real it is. And this is a season that has taught me that I might bend, but I will not break. I'm like a palm tree that is rooted in California. We will bend, but we don't break. And self-love is what is really deepening those roots. So I hope you've enjoyed the episodes with, again, Dr. Tama, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, Nakia Homer. All of those conversations have really, really helped cement this for me this season, and I hope it's done the same for you. Now, the next part of self-love for me has been love of others, and I really have gotten to see how this has manifested in many ways. Um, One of the episodes that you may remember was with my forgiveness coach and my girlfriend, Alexis Roberts. Um, Such a powerful episode and just continues to be a powerful lesson for me in forgiveness. There were more things that came up, you guys, this season where honestly there's the thread of, I don't want to call it full-blown betrayal, but definitely some things that have happened with people in particular that if you would have asked me, if you would have told me, do you think so-and-so would ever do this thing? I would have never in a million years. And it just brings back this idea that I learned years ago. I shared this with you on the podcast, but I believe, you know, sometimes you got to get these lessons again. They're going to come back around. I believe that we are never above anyone's bad behavior. And I realized that sometimes I would love others and try to love and support and encourage them past their bad behavior. You know what I mean. This is the romanticizing. This is why I keep saying we can't romanticize reality, right? So I would get so invested in people oh, but I love this person, I value the relationship, I, um, you know, have such a reverence for them, such a respect for them, so I'm willing to do a multitude of things to help cover them. And this, again, my love for others, this wasn't all going to be pleasant stuff. (laughs) My love of others sometimes, I realized in this season, can distort my perception of what is actually going on because I realize people will love you till they don't. And instead of trying to force love on people who are not ready to receive it, 
what about just putting myself and continuing to plant myself in spaces where people clearly are able to hold space and be safe and love in the way that I need. One of the things that I heard Iyanla Van Zant say, and I think I shared this in the episode when to walk away. One of the things that she said was, you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to see how they love and decide if you want to participate. You get to see how they love and decide if you want to participate. And this is not just romantically. This could be in platonic relationships. This could be in partnerships. This could be with clients. This could be with anyone. You get to see how they love, meaning how they respect you how they nurture, how they protect, how they engage. I've realized that there are just things that I just don't care for. And instead of trying to force this love that I have on others, sometimes you just have to release it and take it to spaces where it is valued and where it is celebrated. It is a constant lesson to me in this season to examine whether I am romanticizing reality whether I'm trying to love people who are really filtering the love they receive from me through the lens of their own trauma, their own experiences, uh, their own past relationships and partnerships, and they may not have the capacity to receive the way that I love. It is possible that our love is too much, that for someone, that it's too smothering, that it's too nurturing, that it's too forgiving, that it's too insert whatever, But instead of romanticizing and trying to, uh, the word that comes to mind is manipulate almost, manipulate an outcome, just being okay with being myself and letting people choose if they can receive. And then also being honest about if I want to receive how they love. This is work that just keeps going. This is what I tell the ladies in the Mastery Momentum Mastermind. This is like (laughs) such an ongoing journey. I don't know. I I think the mastery is in you get to the answers you need sooner, quicker, faster, but not that you don't have to still run it through the filter and the process for how you process. That is the thing that we learn to be the ongoing way that we vet relationships, that we vet partnerships. And there were some some good uh, episodes, I think, about – like the love of others. I also think Anthony O'Neill, I'm side-eyeing you, Anthony. Shout out to Anthony. And with my coach, Joyce Robinson, my dating coach, um, that there were really great gems and takeaways that I hope have helped you increase your love of others and help you just identify how you want to be loved and how you want to show love and be okay with what that looks like um, without feeling that you have to explain or justify it for anyone. Redefining Wealth is about becoming your best self in every area of your life. From mindset to physical movement, you have a responsibility to protect the one and only vessel that you're going to get. Your health journey is just as important as your financial journey. So as you prioritize your self-care, I want you to also keep in mind how you can finance the lifestyle that you desire. Our partner this week is Chime, and Chime is on a mission to make financial peace of mind a reality for everyone. 
They're doing this by changing the way people feel about banking and their business is built on the principle of protecting their members and making managing money easy. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you'll get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. Plus with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance, and no deposit required to become a member. To take care of your fit pillar and finance your health journey, Sign up for a Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash RW. That's Chime.com slash RW. Special thanks to Chime for supporting the show. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, North America, or Stride Bank, North America, member of the FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. And then lastly, we talked about redefining love of God. And there were some really great episodes from Landrell, uh, the artist, the musical artist Landrell, and Dr. Green on um, permission. Oh, my gosh. Permission to be free, which was so good. Um, and also, I think Dr. Tama, again, who I adore. Those conversations really have continued to amplify my love of God. Um, when I was at the Scaling Joy retreat in June, at the beginning of the month, with the mastermind, um, one of my clients, Rochelle, asked me about how did she pose it? I think I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. And then, of course, um, the question was around, why do I love God so much? Every other month, I attend a Super Friends brunch where we talk about everything from purpose to pursuing new dreams and even menopause. Yep, you heard me, menopause, because if you're over 40 and your girlfriends don't keep it real, I don't know what to tell you. But we have these important conversations because how can we redefine wealth if we're not keeping up with our hormonal health? Now, we discovered Happy Mammoth. It's the company that created Hormone Harmony, and it's dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for us. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. Hormone Harmony contains herbal extracts called aptogens that help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally. And any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take Hormone Harmony. It's perfect for hot flashes, night sweats, menopause-related brain fog, sleeplessness, occasional bloating and gas. You get the picture. Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using the code RW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RW for 15% off. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. 
After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Why do I love God so much? And first of all, I think it's an honor for someone to be in such close proximity to me and recognize that the love that I have for God is very sincere and it's very real. Because I don't think that that's something that you can just say. I believe that people can witness it in your countenance. I think that people can feel it. And I believe that if we say we truly love God, people who come into contact with us should feel that there is a light and a joy present, even when we're going through difficult times, even when we're in times of transition and things are not easy. But knowing that if I say that I believe God doesn't allow anything to happen to me before me, then even in those times, I should still reflect somehow the love of God, right? And so when Rochelle asked me this question in the kitchen, (laughs) I really had to take a second because no one's ever asked me that. And I thought about if you asked me in my 20s, why do I love God? I probably would have said what I learned as a little kid, which was because God loves me and because I woke up today. And, you know, probably some other little random things. If you would have asked me in my 30s, knowing what I survived in my 20s with losing everything in the recession and having to start over from scratch, I may have said that I love God because he restored me. Um, I have been through a lot in my marriage up until that point, and I would say because he restored my marriage. Um, And now that I'm in my 40s, Why do I love God the way that I do? Now I think it's because I can see God in everything. I used to have a challenge with surrendering. There was a podcast episode called Don't Be Selective with Surrender back in like 2017 or 2018. And I talked about how we're willing to surrender certain parts of our lives to God. And then the other parts we, you know, it's like we'll we'll control. I got that one. But the older I get and the more I understand that I ain't running nothing but my mouth now, <laughs> the more I understand that um, God is literally in everything, every experience, every conversation, every minute, every moment, every dream, every vision, every download. Even the thoughts that don't feel good, I find God in them because I have an awareness that I'm having the thought and because I've learned to interrogate them 
and ask more questions and better questions, they still get me to, I believe, the answers and next steps that I need. And so even in the worst times, I still love personally that I feel like God can turn anything into a lesson or a blessing. This is why I never feel bad about choices I make anymore. I don't beat myself up anymore about choices. I acknowledge when, okay, I probably should have done this differently. I could have done this differently. But then my next thought is, and this is what I choose to believe. I believe that this happened so that I could see X, Y, Z. And maybe I wouldn't have seen that otherwise. And so in my mind, even that was orchestrated. I think that everything, I think that God is so intentional that even the things I don't like and even the choices that I make that may not be the most favorable, I can't see them as a loss. I can only see it as a lesson. And I'm in the habit of just thanking God for all the lessons because I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the woman that I am. I wouldn't have the wisdom that I possess without them. There's so many things that happen that I don't know if I would have ever gotten the lesson another way. And because God knows me, knows me so deeply and so intimately, the best parts of me and the worst parts of me, I believe that certain things are orchestrated because that's how it has to get to me. And I was saying this to one of the ladies in the mastermind. We get to choose whatever we believe. And believing that allows me to love God more and more because I don't see God as this entity apart from me that wants to punish me for every wrong choice. God knows that I feel him and see him in every choice. Therefore, any choice I make is the right choice because it's going to lead me to the next experience. It's going to expose me to the next lesson or blessing or opportunity. It's going to connect me to the next moment, the next step in the journey, the next piece of the puzzle. So I love God so much because I see God in everything, even in me, even in the, the parts of me that you may not like, the parts of me that you may think are a weakness or you may think are a struggle or a flaw or a failure. I just feel that God made no mistakes on me. And so it's helping me to love others more, even in the rough patches. It's helping me to love myself more, even in the most undesirable moments to just know I love God because not it's not that that cliche because God first loved me. I, I just feel like it's because God is in me. <laughs> like So I have to love all parts of me to continue to heal me. I have to love everything in me, all of it. And if God is in me, then here we are. I think this is one of those things that's just still, it's always unfolding. It's always growing. It's always evolving. I never come here and profess to have all the answers. This is why I love what I do, because I get to literally declare that this is something that we are doing together. These are questions that we're exploring together. I just hope that as you listen, as you receive, that you ask these questions of yourself, and I'm always down to learn from you, so please never hesitate to share, you know, why do you love God? Why do you believe God is love? And do you? Because I also have clients that are not believers, and so we've had these conversations in Pillar Mastery where people say, I don't 
I don't have that same connection to God that you do. I love to learn from you. So what do you feel connected to spiritually when we talk about the faith pillar? These are great conversations to have because in this community, it's not about being like-minded. We're like-hearted. And I believe no matter what you say you believe in, there is a heart that connects our souls together, that we're all on this journey of just trying to lean in and not just be self-aware, but soul aware um, and just do this thing called life together. So I want to learn from you too. Make sure you drop some stuff in the comments, what's resonating with you, what's coming up for you. Um, and also share with you that while this is the close of this particular season, because I'm now officially a part of the Neatness Network with Anthony O'Neill, um, we have decided to go back to weekly podcast episodes. So you don't have to worry. There's no two-month break anymore. We're going to be here every single week. And I feel led in this season to continue to talk about the relationships, the redefining love, especially because I'm hearing from so many of you where not choosing the right partners or maybe uh, a divorce or separation is really, really impacting your finances, which is impacting your stress and your mental health which is impacting your faith and all these things is also connected. So we are going to continue some of the redefining love conversations, but I also have a series coming up about sacred spaces. I want to make sure your space pillar is together and we'll be doing more with people pillar and all the things. So thank you so much for just allowing me to share the resources, the guests, the books, the music that have helped me redefine love in this season of my life and heal through some of this transition um, and I just can't wait to see where we go, like how this continues to unfold. And also, do not forget to join me October 6th through 8th for Redefining Wealth Live in Atlanta. We're going to continue to have these conversations around not just self-awareness, but soul awareness. We're talking about the awakening that so many of us are going through as we get radically honest and we stop romanticizing reality. That awakening leads to redefining right? That is the soul awareness where we need to clarify what we really want, need, and desire. And many of us can't redefine because we never defined for ourselves in the first place. That's a whole nother story. And then actualizing what it looks like to do that in community with support. So Redefining Wealth Live again goes down October 6th through 8th. Go to redefiningwealthlive.com to register, get all the details. That's redefiningwealthlive.com. Dot com. I cannot wait to see you there. It's going to be so incredible. And if you have any questions, you want to DM me, you want to share your takeaways with me, hit me up on Instagram at SeekWisdomPCW. That's SeekWisdomPCW. Until next time, I hope that you are redefining love and amplifying love and redefining wealth for yourself. I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. And I will see you back here next week.